Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be going through your talking points that you sent in to us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram um, after the weekend's action in Crow Park. As always, I'm delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Anglo-Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick. As uh, Paul, we're, we're starting to come back down to reality. Do you know what? I'm only realising now, I, I floated right from... The build up to the Ulster final until I think pretty much Sunday evening when I realised it's it, it, it's it's over now. But I I was dreaming for about two and a half weeks there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, you were definitely dreaming when you thought Cam were going away. I know. I'll go aside. Harsh, dude. harsh. <laughs> well, you were calling me a pessimist. Uh, so but that's I always why, that's why I'm, stick, I'm consistent. I'm sticking the knife into you on this because <laughs> I was being a realist and I was getting criticised uh, yeah. by, by you and Brennan. At half time, you and Brennan, I think, <laughs> at half time, you and Brennan thought Cavan were, were in charge of the game. <laughs> well, we didn't think that the world was going to cave in, but but uh, we we I, I think actually myself and Brennan walked away from you. We, we were that disgusted with the reality check you were giving us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to we'll have to bring out uh, those the, the match day diary from a completely different point of view. Um, uh, uh, over on the diehard service, we'll 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 snip that together. It won't be as uh, it won't be as emotional as the Ulster final one, and and probably won't have as much traction. But it'll give a different point of view. <laughs> yeah, it'll give a different point of view. All right. Um, there's an awful lot of talking points. Give us that the, the huge amount of talking points. In fact, so. We're going to have to go through them uh, at a reasonable clip here, Damien. Uh, so I'm going to ask you to, re- to react to some of these talking points quickly. Okay, so we'll, we'll just give a quick reaction to each one. Yep. Uh, was Gallagher wasted on the square? First half, yes, completely. Not enough ball within. Didn't test Didn't test the, the Dublin full-back line uh, for me yet. I thought he was wasted on the square. I thought the Sunday game showed up well how how Dublin were rotating the sweeper in front of them. Maybe that was something that, that definitely stopped Calvin from from uh, kicking ball in. I was reading a good article the weekend about Barry Moran from Mayo uh, when he played like six foot five midfielder, but he played as a sweeper when Mayo played tip in the All Ireland semi final back in twenty sixteen. And the stats after showed that it cut down the ball that, that tip kicked into Quinlevin and Sweeney by something like sixty five percent. So the presence yeah. of that sweeper does does put you off kicking it in, but I agree that that, that you know we needed to be be a little bit more uh, reckless, not reckless, but throw caution to the wind a little bit there. Well, you had you had to go and test it, and 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 think back to previous rounds where 
Garode's ball in for Martin for the goal. There was a sweeper in front of Martin. There was 2v1 plus the goalkeeper and then Martin and Conor Madden comes in. Thomas Gallagher's super point in that game where he came from behind to win the ball. There was a sweeper coming in to meet him. It was a 2v1 as well. So I, I don't, just because it was a Dublin jersey, seemed to change uh, why Cavan kicked in anyway or, or didn't kick in. But the other point being that it may have been the present or the pressure being created out the field that you didn't get time to get your head up and execute the kick, which which could be credit to Dublin either. But either way, Galligan, I do think, was was kind of wasted on the square. Okay, you're gonna to have to be quicker next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's my own fault because I threw the, I threw the mic back to you there, and that that was yeah. two two minutes. You're gonna to have to be quicker. Depressing that an All Ireland semi final can be lost by 15 points. At least we're not in the Leinster Championship. Um, well, I, I mean, disagree. I I disagree that an All Ireland semi final could always be lost by 15 points. Uh, that's I mean that's always been a possibility, and it has happened before. And so. any game can be lost by 15 points or won by 15 points. And I, I didn't come away from that game depressed. I came away from that game saying, right, that's that's one we chalk down and say there's experience to build on. I, I, I don't think it was depressing. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I felt that Cavan uh, won't have, I think I said this on the podcast yesterday, Cavan won't have that mental baggage now from that defeat there won't be the scar tissue there because they weren't just blitzed with a shock and awe offensive that Dublin can do and really kind of give you nightmares Cavan uh, would come away thinking that okay we for for large portions of the game we could we could live with Dublin and they didn't absolutely embarrass us as they do to some teams I think this has showed us the level of condition Cavan need to get to can we yes we simply can. I, I, I personally believe we can and will. I hope I hope so. I hope so. The, the, the only thing is the dub, some of the Dublin players will be starting at a better base than some of the Cavan players. Like we have to accept that because there's just such a wide pool to pick from. So like if you take player A and player B and they could all do the exact same things, they're not necessarily going to end up as athletic as each other, one person might just have the advantage. But I think Cavan, Cavan have definitely come on a lot in that area. Yeah, and you could see it. You could definitely see it. Like there's, you know, there's no really weak links there. But they definitely need to up it a, a bit as well. And they will. Uh, Try to run it too much. V kicking game. Galligan and Madden starved. I think we've covered that and agreed. Galligan excellent again in goals. His kickouts exceptional. I, I think. I think the odd star now is definitely between Raymond Gadigan and Cluxton because David Clark and, and uh, Evan Comerford shipped a lot of goals between them on Sunday and were all over the place with kickouts and everything else. Um, so I think it's definitely between Cluxton and Gadigan and I think Raymond has to get it. Unless Cluxton has an unbelievable game. In fairness to Cluxton, he hasn't had a save to make since the mid game, but yeah. in, the, in the championship at all, only one save, I think, from Joey Wallace. But and, and that's, that's brilliant. That, that's my point. I, I think Raymond Galligan has to get the All-Star, regardless of Cluxton's performance in the final, because you take it, would would Dublin have got to an All-Ireland final without Stephen Cluxton? At this point, you'd probably say yes, because they're dominating so much out around that middle toward. Now, his kickouts are sublime, but Raymond Galligan's are sublime, plus he's he, he scored that winning point against Monaghan, plus he's pulled off I'd say north of 10 saves in the championship compared to, is it one or two for Stephen Cluxton? So I, 
I think if you're if you're giving it on 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 who has put in more, um, who has had more of an impact on their team to make it to the stage that they've made it to, there's no doubt about it. Raymond Galligan takes that box. So for me, again, look at maybe it's like Calvin Bias, but I think I think Raymond Galligan gets the All Star. Cluxton is still the greatest player of all time, in my opinion, for the simple reason that he changed the game more than any other player. But Galligan gets it this year. You know, I've thought for a few years that, du- that Dublin would, would have been winning most matches without Stephen Cluxton. Uh, I remember actually having this debate on Twitter. I must look back on that now. A lot of people were, were telling me I was only a, a stupid bastard. They were actually getting really... <laughs> they were, genuinely, they were getting really annoyed about that. But I thought... I, it was a very polarising discussion, but I thought that, that they'd have won most of the games. They'd have won them. If you're winning, if you're winning a game by, by 20 points, as they are in a lot of their games... A different goalkeeper is not going to make any difference. But yeah, personally, I, I I think the foundation of a lot of what they do is the amount of ball they retain from their own kickouts, and and that does come from calm, cool decision making consistently. And then on top of that, the influence he has, he appears to have on the group, is why people got polarized by your by your statement, they're taking into account that he's there two hours before every training session and his at- attitude and application is better than anybody. So it's, it's no, probably all, said, of, all of it what together. I said, what I said, I think, at the time was if, if Stephen Cluxton got injured in the warm-up how many, uh, before any random game in the last five years, would Dublin have lost any of those games? I don't, I don't think they would, to be honest. But yeah, if it's what he brings to the setup, sure, definitely. Um, but I'm, I, I find it one of the most boring topics in the GA. It's up there with TG Carr. TG Carr's coverage is brilliant and shows RT what can be done. There's so many, so many boring topics. And one of them is Stephen Cluxton and changed the game. Jesus Christ. I'm like, Jesus, let's move on. I'm sick hearing it. It's not a hot take anymore. It's a freezing cold take. And, and, and here's another one, Damien, when, I'm on, when I am on a rant here. <laughs> if one more person says, says to me, when the underdog is going into a big game, go, they need to do something completely unexpected. They need to do something that would just throw them. I'll tell you what I do. And they pick out the three biggest men in the team and they go, I put the three of them in the full forward line and I boot everything in for the first 15 minutes. That's not unexpected. That's what every dummy says before every game now. They say that that's the unexpected thing they would do. <laughs> it's, not un- it's not unexpected at all. If I hear one more person saying, I'd put Jerome McCarron and Ray Galligan, Thomas Galligan, Donald Kyogen, Terry Highland, full forward line, I kick it in. <laughs> Forget about it. It's not unexpected. Rant over. That's, that's, that, that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll let you park that one there. Go on, next talking point. Next talking point is... Uh, oh, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Cheerios for breakfast and a banana. Use the coffee as a barrier. Uh, there's a man that was listening to the Match Day Diary. Um, if, if Killian the Gunner does what Johnny Cooper did, he's off. Uh, I know you'll have a strong opinion on this. There's absolutely no doubt about it, and I, I look at it, watching it back. Um, there's there, there can't there, there can't even be an argument on it. It it was a black card. There's no doubt about it, and the referee shied away from the decision. And as Mickey Graham said, and we we'll hear from him on the on the Die Hard podcast. Look, you don't get those calls. The, the smaller teams don't get those calls, and the the main reason being that referees don't want to be in the limelight. They 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 kind of want to be away from it. What disappoints me more than anything on this is that that while highlighted a little bit 
the referee's overall display wasn't highlighted. Don't get me wrong, referee didn't beat you. But Cavan definitely should have seen Johnny Cooper go off on a black card and should have been awarded a penalty for the foul by Philly McMahon on Thomas Galligan. Only because Thomas Galligan's a big man, he doesn't get that penalty. But in what world are you allowed to hold a player's arm while he's trying to jump for a ball and not consider it a foul? It, you know, I just think I think the referee's display overall wasn't great and it should be highlighted because if a player makes a mistake, it's highlighted. So why are referees exempt from that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree the referee's mistake should be highlighted, absolutely. Like and, and especially in the Ulster final, uh, the referee in the spade that day needed to be seriously highlighted because if, if Cavanaugh had lost that game, everyone would have said it was sour grapes. Uh, and really, like the referee almost beat us that day. But personally, I didn't think the Johnny Cooper one was a black uh, myself. I did, just didn't think it was deliberate. Have uh, you watched I, it back? I have watched it back, yeah. And I, I thought at the, I thought, knowing Johnny Cooper, I'd say it probably was deliberate. But I didn't think that the video proved it was deliberate and that's the key word in, in that rule um, and I, I didn't think the referee did over the course of the whole game I thought Cavan got the rub of the green on a few decisions myself um, I have to say be honest now I have to say I don't agree with you but but you've never seen a referee give Cavan the rub of the green Davian. no that's not true that's not true <laughs> that's definitely uh, not true I, I, I thought over the, over the course of the game like there was a, he gave a few very very bad decisions against Dublin Particularly, there was one with Kieran Kilkenny. I think it was Kieran De Halle. Um There was a few. That, there was a few like that that I thought were, were poor. Decisions. That was that was one. There was possibly two on Kieran Kilkenny that could have been freeze. Um, they're the only two that I can think of that Dublin got were were harshly done by. I don't think there was too many others. Like Kieran Brady should have had a free going through. There was no advantage arm up when he stuck the ball over the bar. Conor Madden took about ten steps for his point. That was another one uh, that, like Connor, I watched the back end. He he did literally took ten steps. It was a brilliant point, uh, but like he totally overcarried the ball there. There was there was a few I thought I did. I definitely didn't think. I thought it, over the course of the game it evened out at least uh, personally. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll not jump into it too much because we've too much to get through. The, didn't didn't go for it nor didn't sit back. Yeah, it left us more open. That's, that's, I think that's, that's not... That's interesting. Though, yeah, that's not a bad shout there. Like, like mm. We didn't go super defensive, but but we didn't go super... We didn't really throw the kitchen sink at it either, which is the one little bit of disappointment I have from it. And and, and the thing for me is, is that... I, I think that that's a really, really good point. A very, very um, astute piece of analysis because... By no means did we play defensively or did we did we try to even like it didn't look like we were all the time going lateral, but it there was only what makes it a really good point is that what stands out were Kieran Brady's runs when he went direct, when he really tried to run at them. And that stood out because it was rare. There wasn't enough other players doing the same thing. Like Kieran Brady kicked over a point, set up Tom or uh, James Smith's other one, where James Smith done what I'd love to have seen an awful lot more. And wait till you see Mayo will do it an awful lot because of, well, because they do it anyway, but they've they, they seen the value of it. Kieran Brady was making an incisive run at the Dublin defence. And rather than him being isolated, he had another player on his shoulder who was making an incisive run off the ball. 
And that that gives opportunity for the attacking team because the defensive team is drawn towards the speed that the ball is coming at them. But they're not they they can't watch the two things. They can't watch the speed of the run off the shoulder. And if there was two runs off the shoulder, all of a sudden they're in a world of trouble. But we didn't do that enough. And that's where I think the Cavan players will look back on the game with a wee bit of disappointment. Like I'm trying to think of situations where other than Kieran Brady, players that really went at them, tried to take them on. Killian Clark done it maybe once or twice around the middle toward. Um, you know, I think after that I'm struggling to think of 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 a lot. Park Faulkner done it once. But there wasn't there wasn't enough of that. I'm 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 gonna take you on. And in taking you on, other players are going to react and go, right, let's get off his shoulder. Let's support him here. Um, because those three players drawn to the man with the ball leaves an opportunity all the time for, for somebody to get off the shoulder at speed. So I think that's a, that's a good point. We, we, we didn't really go gung-ho for it, but we definitely didn't sit back. Mm, that's it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said there. And I, I think we, we probably do need... A couple more line breakers in the team if we are if we're to compete with the likes of Dublin. Yeah. Uh, well, I say the likes of Dublin. It's compete with Dublin. Dublin. Yeah. Compete with Dublin because it's not the likes of Dublin because Donegal and Mayo they're the likes of Dublin and we just I played Donegal and they the final. But uh, disappointed that Garo didn't didn't uh, uh, punch holes more often personally because yeah. like he, he he hasn't been breaking the line much in this in this championship uh, and how his role has changed. But that was always one of his assets that he could take the ball off the shoulder and go. And, and yeah. we've seen him turn back a lot in this championship and, and like handling a lot of ball. But he's playing a different role. But I think Cavan need him to be to be breaking the line. Well, yeah. you're six foot. What's growth? Six four. What do you mean that? Say it would be yeah. So you know, I, I, with that comes a huge amount of power, momentum. If you get up to top speed, I, I'd have liked to see more of of growth doing that and I thought early doors he had the beating of of McCarthy I thought he was winning enough ball but he just wasn't making it making it um have an impact on the on the scoreboard you know where where he's capable of doing like there was one particular moment where he sold a dummy cut back in onto his right foot but I remember thinking if he if he had in his locker the outside of the left boot shot it it had opened up and his step was perfect to execute it, but it's not it's not a shot that's in his locker. And then his right foot hook shot was was blocked off. So, um, you know, he he didn't get a huge amount of opportunities in the scoring zone. But I'd like to see him just take him on, maybe a couple more times, or even take him on when somebody else has the ball. But I'm going to go running and push James McCarthy right onto the back foot, even if it means not getting the ball, but bring him into the full-back line and rotate him round. Um, I'd have liked yeah, to see... I, 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 thought, I thought McCarthy pushed him, kept him, pushed him under the right foot a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though Kuro can, can take scores of both feet, but I thought he did that. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service 
and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Martin Riley, all-time great cabin footballer, question mark, so consistent. Yeah, yeah. I, completely. I, I was just looking back at a tweet I put up in, in uh, February 2019 where I was saying it's time Martin Riley was recognised as the as one of the best cabin footballers of the last 30 years. Um, absolutely, mm. absolutely. And like, Martin, Martin went through a bad run of form. He does lose form sometimes. I, I wouldn't agree that he's so, so consistent. He, he can lose form sometimes. But, but it's generally short. Yeah, short. Like this year, he didn't. He was poor enough in the early rounds of the league for Cavan, and then he was poor enough for Kiligary until probably their, their last game in the championship. But uh, like coming into coming into the championship, then he was super, absolutely yeah. super. Like, and I thought he had a had a cracking game there against against Dublin. Yeah, I, I, I when I was picking the man of the match for the the Cavan man of the match for Northern Sound, it it was between Ushin Kiernan and Martin Riley for me. Um and, and I just I, I thought Ushin Kiernan just about edged it, but it was it was very close between the two of them. I thought he was just Martin was like goal line stops, like both Ushin and Martin made made saves for goals and both hit two points, I think I'm right in saying. Um, from open play, so their their contribution overall, I thought, was excellent. And Martin Martin has had a brilliant, brilliant championship. Absolutely, I agree completely. It's one of my favorite players, like because he gives it everything, and he's in, he's been there every year. He never takes a year out. He minds himself so well. He's in tremendous condition, like, and I, he's the one for another few years, hopefully. Yeah. Um, next talking point: Who are our odd stars? Seem Galligans and Faulkner, but Holla, Jerry, Jason, G Mac, Water Mention. Uh, I think the two Galligans and Park Faulkner uh, are are most likely players to if there are all, if we get an odd start, it's likely to come from those three. Hopefully we get maybe two. Um and Kieran Brady played himself into contention at the weekend. I see Carlo And in just the final. And in just yeah, completely. Carlo Kane from the star was tweeting about that. Um and Carl is a selector on the All-Stars, so that's worthy of note uh, that, that Kieran is brilliant. He'll be pushing hard for that. Yeah. It's easy. It's easier to get in the back, in the back line, so the Halla could have a, have a shout there. Yeah, I, I, I think Oshin Kieran goes on to that list as well. I thought, I yeah. thought he, he was a, a consistent performer all the way through the championship. Like, think about his point in the Ulster final. For me, his point in the Ulster final was the moment that we're going to do this. Cavan's going to win this game because it showed confidence. It it showed it showed a, a belief within the squad that right now is the time we're going to kick on. And and you know lesser players wouldn't have taken on the shot, but not only did he take it on, but he executed. And I think I'm right in saying the player who gave him the ball was Garold for that that point on the left foot. Who mm, so. you 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 would have actually thought that maybe Garold, if Oshin vacated that space, was in his shooting zone, but. Such was the confidence that Garoud had, or the player who passed it anyway, in Oshin that it was, oh, Oshin's there, let's give him that ball, we know it's going over. So I thought, I thought Oshin, I think Oshin, now I wouldn't be surprised, but Oshin won't get, get a nomination because a lot of what Oshin does goes unnoticed. His, his, his selfless work for the team, his, his physicality, his athleticism, all, all those, those traits don't always get the recognition they should, but Oshin should be in that conversation for me. Yeah, well, that just brings us on to the next question. 
nicely, which is who wins the? Do you know what? He hasn't got the credit he deserves award over the whole championship run. Ocean Kiernan, I think, uh, it probably is that man. It was every every player. I think every player has got a lot of praise, particularly after those the final. Um, yeah. But Ocean Kiernan is possibly that man, like who 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 made Cavan tick in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, like looking we, through the team, Luke Fortune, Jason McLaughlin, we've been singing all the praises because they, they were all super in Ulster. Yeah, we've probably championed Killian the Gunner's role more than more than most, but I'd say the outside perception and he he had he had a, a rough time on Saturday night. Now he did pick up an injury, and when you watch back the game, you can see where it happens. It's about I think seven or eight, definitely within the first ten minutes, you you can see it. Um, but Killian the Gunner, I thought, had had a really, really good championship up until Saturday night. Uh, but Ushin Kieran is probably, yeah, he would be that player that, that he's played every single game. I don't think he's been taken off in any games. If I'm don't right. Think so, yeah. Don't know. Uh, I think he is the man there. Yeah, I think uh, so. And I think he I think he's he has performed better than, than some players who who are getting a lot more hype. I think yeah. he's he's definitely performed better than, than some of them. Probably doesn't have as big a name as some players. Um, yeah, yeah, if he Nick, was Cornelius Kieran, he probably would get far more hype. That's, that's that's Brennan uh, stand, stand <laughs> fan to there. That's just shocking stuff. From here. Don't don't lower yourself. Uh, Lie with dogs. What do you say? Lie with dogs. <laughs> you get up with shit puns. <laughs> very proud of the lads, but can't sit still. Winning Division Three is a must. There's a lot of comments in there about winning Division Three. Yeah. Mm. Agree. I don't. We're not going to talk about that because it's too boring. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to win Division Three. Um, use of Thomas Gallagher. Yeah, that that's yeah. We, we we covered that. Martin Riley has proved me wrong. Won't lie. I thought he was past it. Uh, yeah, he's probably not the only person thought maybe Martin's best days were behind him. But um, well, I think it's a good while ago. You were. I think you were the first to make the point that Martin's longevity comes from the fact that he was later joining a county senior panel than than somebody of his talent would usually be. Well, I, I always think that a player who, who either changes position or th- doesn't focus, we'll say, on on Gaelic until a later age uh, can improve later. I've noticed that before, and I think Martin improved right through right through into his 30s, was still improving as a player, where, where some players would kind of probably stop improving before that. Um, so, like... Yeah, he could go on for for a good while. And Ray Gallagher's another like obviously changed position, and he like whatever doubt Raymond's definitely improving. He's had his best year yeah. ever, so that, like that bodes very well considering they're the two oldest men on the team. Um, uh, I would like to see us alternate James Smith, Thomas, and G Mac on the square. I don't think I've never seen Garold play full forward all these years. I've heard so many times people talking about Garold uh, playing full forward, and it's very rare it ever happens. Uh, I don't think it's his position. He's says, drifted, he's drifted to full forward, but he's never, never been an out and out full forward to, to my knowledge. No, no, and, and I don't think it's his game either. No, I don't think so. But James Smith definitely can uh, has played a good bit in there. Uh, have we underestimated how good Ocean Kieran is? There you go. Uh, Ocean Kieran's engine still sprinting and working at the end. Yeah, ah, oh, brilliant. Like that, that, that's where I, I make the point that I don't think the gap is as big in the athleticism that, that people were, were talking about. I think when, when you've seen Ocean Kiernan towards the end, putting in that big hit, granted, slightly mis, 
directed challenge on James McCarthy, but I have no problem with that, to be honest, because I think she knew what he was doing. I think there was frustration. There was there was the traits that I'd love to see in a footballer that you're you know, you're you're annoyed that you're in this position, so you're just gonna affect something. Get out and just do something. And 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 Ushin was doing that. But that sprint he made from the far forty five chasing back to the to the thirteen to the twenty meter line at the end just showed to me that the, the conditioning is there. It's um it, it, it's not too far away. We just need a few more probably to get to the level that Ushin Kieran is is at. Yeah, well, Ushin's outstanding. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he has an athletics background because obviously he's originally from Battle Creek. There's a very strong athletics club club in that village, so I wouldn't be surprised if if he had an athletics background because he's a hell of an athlete. And I, I think he he uh, had the record in the Cavan panel for the one k time trial. I stand to be correct on that, but someone told me once that I think he was did it in something like two fifty two or something mad. Uh, right. For for one kilometer, like so, that'll tell you that, and and he's definitely got stronger, and like he's absolutely in his physical prime there at the minute. Uh, yeah. And coming back from from the illness that he had, it probably was going to take him a while to, to really hit a stride like that. And like, he's 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 gone from a player who who was like, uh, you know, a uh, a regular player on the team to one of the outstanding players, to an outstanding county player now. I think. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. The way you couldn't, you couldn't envisage a cabin team without rushing Kieran. No, no, I think so as well. Like, like he'd make any team the way he's playing there. One of the questions there is how many of of this cabin team would make the Dublin team. And that's probably one that we we need to really think about. But um, the obvious ones would be would be Park Faulkner and uh, it'd be hard to dislodge Stephen Cluxton and Nets. But I think Ray Gallagher would make make most. He'd make any county team, I think. Yeah, Bar- possibly Barrett Cluxton because he's exceptional. But I think Raymond is, is as good as any goalkeeper in the country. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Thomas Gallagher on the form he showed in, in the Ulster Championship. Uh, maybe. Well, oh, it's, it's just hard. The thing is, who would you drop? Like looking at that half forward line, maybe you might get someone in there. Yeah, Oshin Kiernan could get in instead of Bugler. Yeah, I or, think so. Or maybe even Scully. Like I thought, Jason McLaughlin done a good job on Scully. I think that's a point that has to be brought up at some stage. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think I think Oshin Kiernan would make that Dublin team as a half forward. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'm, I don't know. Do we have a corner forward? Uh, like I'm not a huge fan of Paddy Small, but I don't know. Do we have a corner forward better than him? At the minute, uh, that would actually take him take him off. It's a good it's a good question. It's a good talking point. Um, why isn't Oshin Pearson and Cormac O'Reilly starting? They're so good, like their class. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> is that from Oshin or from Cormac? <laughs> uh, good good young lads who played a huge role in the championship. You know, they 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 have garnered a huge amount of experience. Like they're twenty one or twenty and twenty one. Is it? They're still very very young. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'll they'll come on, come on like mad after this. Calvin will learn. P- pretty a, pity a few more didn't break the line like the Holla. He was savage in the first half. Absolutely, agree. Uh, Connor Smith is a serious man to win ball. Yeah, I tell you, everyone listening will know how, how highly I rate Connor Smith. But he's going to be playing a different game at county level than he plays at club level. I think looking at him, we're getting a good look at him at county level. Like he is small in stature. Even though he's very strong, 
And I think we're going to see him playing a different game at county level than maybe we see him at club level. He's not going to possibly be that defence record that he is at, at club level, but I think he's got a hell of a future. Uh, someone says, Holla, unsung hero. Oh, no. Holla's oh. a sung hero. He's well sung. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dubs relentless in work rate. Great exposure for our lads because we will get better. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> That's, oh. it, that's that's just that's, that is the most astonishing thing about this Dublin team in fairness is 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 the level of work rate like I, I was looking back even on the score line 61 minutes on the clock it was 12 points to 21 um, in favour of Dublin and, and Cavan were after hitting three in a row and you could be you could forgive Dublin if they gathered ball retained possession just saw the game out but they finished off with the last four scores of the game, a goal and three points. And that was what really put the shine on the, on the result for them. But that, that comes from a huge desire to continue to work right to the end. And even you look at the, the players that scored, McDade the goal, Fenton, Rock with a free, and then Costello off the bench. You know, there, there are three starters who were, who were keen to finish strong, you know, so... That Dublin's work rate is is the key to their success. You can talk about their athleticism, which is it, it's it has to be there to display the level of work rate that they do. You can talk about their skills and their their decision making, which are all excellent. But none of that would be worth anything if they didn't work hard, and that's that's the fundamental, that's the foundation. Yeah, one hundred percent agree with you. Now we have a succession of very poor um, talking points here, and I'm going to read them out as examples of. Of listeners who must do better. Lessons by Mo, part one. <laughs> if we were filling their report card, we'd write down, uh, must try harder, because it's not good <laughs> enough. Talk about here, so proud of the lads. No. They played to the end as well, even when the game was over. No. Kieran Ke- Brady was class. He was, but no. Don't send that in. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, no reason this can't be a breakthrough year for this team. Damien, help me out here. What can we talk? How can we talk about that? Yeah, well, it's, it's it's kind of been talked about, and and it, and there are more statements. Yeah, there are more statements. Yeah, we, we, well, we need we need something with a little bit more depth to it, guys. Come yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Like this one, for example. We've no idea how to kick to a big full forward, uh, looping straight on kicks, landing in the small square. Think Tomas O'Shea. Ah, now that's a great talking point. That's a great talking point. That I, is well I, done. I think so, that's go a, for that's it. A, let you go first. Yeah, well, I think I think I agree with that. I wouldn't say we've no idea, but we definitely didn't execute it very well uh, against Dublin. No, like at the angle that we were at up in the upper tier of the Hogan Stand, um, what you could see a lot of the time was the positioning of the Cavan players towards the back post. So if the ball was going up on, we we'll say when they were attacking into the the hill sixteen. When the ball was going up underneath the Cusick stand, you could see Connor Madden, Thomas Galligan rotating around to try to get the position at the back post so that an angled ball across the square, they were able to attack it. And defenders are scrambling back at that point. Like Armagh used to be brilliant at that under uh, Joe Kiernan. Coming up, diagonal high ball, Clark would flick down, um, Stephen McDonald would come on the loop, but they, they terrorised teams. 
there was huge opportunity for Cavan to put in that diagonal ball to the square, a, a, an angle on the pass, an angle on a high ball, instead of as as the as your the uh, the listener says there, you know the, the straight lobbing ball that hangs in the air for ages. Like those last few in the game that we put in, that one of them should have been a penalty. You know they're difficult balls for a forward to make anything of. They're not the easiest of balls. They're, they're actually more advantageous for, for the defender. All they have to do is get something to push it back out the field or to either side. They've got three directions that the ball can go that's their advantage after it breaks away, whereas the forward only has one direction it can go that's their advantage, which is towards the goal. But you put the angle ball in, if it goes, if, if the forward's coming and attack it, he can push it towards goal fist it over the bar, you know, punch it over the bar or palm it towards the net. Or he can still break it in front of him and have a chance of, of getting that break. So there's definitely, they have to work on that um, as, as this team evolves. Because last year we didn't see that, that option in the Cavan team. So I'll give them grace that, that it's, a, it's, it's a building block. But they definitely have to evolve the way that they're delivering the ball to the square. Yeah, I agree. And... Also, when, when, when it comes in diagonally floated like that, the, the man that it's aimed at has, a, has the opportunity to catch it as well. Like he, there is yeah. possible to get up and catch it clean, even though defenders are going to be trying to break it. It's very hard to catch a huge, big skyscraper that's coming in and hanging in the air and everyone's underneath it, uh, ready yeah. to pounce and, and disrupt you and maybe pull your jersey or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so c- completely. Uh, we're getting near the end of them now, Damien. You need to get Porrick Farley on the show. Talks far more sense on Twitter than Paul Fitz. <laughs> Very true. We'll, we'll we'll take that down as a note. Uh, okay, a couple of really quick ones. The manic, crazy pressure work rate Cavan got up to in the Ulster final is Dublin standard day to day level. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, it is valid. G Mac on his greatest day, maybe Cavan's best player since '97, versus today's. Brian Fenton. I'd say GMAC yeah. is, is 75 to 80% of Fenton, who looks like top 10 all time. Yeah. I like Fenton is just is just crazy level. One of Fenton's points you just seen uh where he where he went by Garode pretty easily along the far from the Cusick stand kicking into the, the, the Davin end or the old canal end. And you could just see that Fenton had his momentum behind him and just went by Garoud quite easily and, and, and tore away from him. Like Fenton's just a different gravy. Probably like he's 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 gonna be in the conversation for the greatest player ever. You know, when 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 he finishes his career, like what is he, 26, 27, he's never been beaten in a championship game. And not only that, it's not that he's playing a bit part, but you take Fenton out of that team, it significantly weakens the Dublin side. So um like Garoud Garoud is is. I'm just trying to think. Has there been a better player since '97? Like consistently, I don't. I don't think there has because Garoud has done a huge. Like what is he now, Paul? Seven, uh, no, he's nine or ten years. Is he in the Cavan jersey? Uh, he is. Yeah, I think he came in in 20, 2011 when he was under twenty one. Uh, so he's. He is there, yeah. And before that, he played on 21, a minor. Um, I, I think the only players that would kind of rival him would be Martin Riley and Kian Mackey for, yes, for longevity yeah. and, and impact. Without a doubt, yeah. yeah. And Niall yeah. Murray is, be, is up there too. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd definitely be in the conversation. I, I, 
I think I, I definitely think the first two, Kia Mackey and, and Martin Riley, would would have to be in the conversation with Garrod as the best player since '97. Yeah, yeah, but I I think we're going to see like the likes of James Smith there, um, twenty one years of age, like the performance so performances that he's been putting in, super stuff. Like, and he's such a scoring threat coming from midfield. Like he he was only on for for the, the first half against Man, and I think he got a point. He got couple of points in the Ulster final, a couple of points against the Dubs. Like at 21 years of age, he's got a massive future ahead of him. And there's loads of other lads like that that, mm. that you'd hope now will have huge careers with Calvin. So um, there's a there's a load more talking points coming in on the email, Damien, which we will get to later on because some of them are more more uh, they're not totally based on the Dublin again, which is good, and it'll give us something to talk about as as the as the days go on. Hi, so we'll 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 break out those talking points maybe next week. Um, as as we as we continue to look back over the season more than just the Dublin game, so um, folks, don't forget to tune into the Diehards podcast over on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan. We'll be looking back over the Camogie game with Aideen Coyle, um, the All Ireland final where they suffered a heartbreaking defeat to Armagh right at the very end. It was it was a real close game, and we'll also hear from the former Cavan. Ladies football manager James Daly. We have an in-depth interview with him. Um, and as I say, we'll also have the interviews with Mickey Graham and Park Faulkner post-match uh, in Crow Park on Saturday night and, and a little bit more discussion on that Dublin game. So that's all over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. So thanks very much, folks, for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Thanks to Paul Fitzpatrick for your contributions and to our listeners for getting in contact. Don't take Paul's criticism of your talking <laughs> points too seriously he's half in jest and and half serious but it's all a bit of fun yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and larry has put it over the bar it was hard fast football after that you're in there was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time and then the cave and it's over the lap and have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill. What a day he is having. Oh, this is brilliant by Calvin. Dandy legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah! Hurrah, yeah! <laughs>